<laughs> Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Don't Wait Till Monday podcast. I'm your host Kirsten and today we have our very first guest. This is Ellie. Hey everyone. <laughs> Hi, Mom. I feel very honored to be here. First guest on the podcast. Yes. And so, you know, we're going to just go with the flow and talk about kind of what we like life we've gone through together in the past few years, um, some storytelling, and then basically reflect on everything to how we got to where we are today. Yeah. We've and, been through some things together. So, yeah. And so the... Um, the title of this podcast is How We Went From Pogues to Professionals. And so obviously Pogues is from the Outer Banks. And so we will get to that. But first, um, let's just start with how we met. So well, you want to talk about it? or um, you So, it. I mean, we both went to NC State and we were in the same major um, <laughs> rep Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, <laughs> yes. Every time I tell someone that's my major, they're like, oh, have you seen the TV show? Or they say, oh, so are you going to be a park ranger? And Every I'm time. like, I don't know if I would go to college for four years just to be a park ranger. Yeah. But I mean, it's a great question, I guess. People love it. It's like, I mean, this is a little off topic, but anyways, people in our major, they're like, they, a lot of them, like, their dream jobs is park rangers, which is great. Yeah. But. I mean, there's there's a need for them. So if you want to yeah. be a park ranger, definitely go for it. Yeah. But so we were Parks and Rec students <laughs> at NC State. And we had, I don't remember our first class together. One we of had the so many and, classes together. Yeah. One of the Parks and Rec classes that was like a more of event planning. Yeah. I think that was, that, that was like the first one that kind of, I think, brought us really close together. Because the class was split up into groups. And we were in a group mm -hmm. together at JC Community Center mm -hmm. in Raleigh. Go Raleigh. And we went through some struggles together trying to get through that class. Dude, that, yeah. So we had to, like, plan an event. And it was COVID, so it was all virtual. Yeah. So that was we that. Had some, we had um, some bonding moments through our struggles. We sure that. did. And so that, we had that class together. We were partners. And during that time, it was our spring semester of our junior year. Or was it fall? It was spring. Something like that. It was, it was before yeah. our internship. Yeah, so. so it was right before because it was spring semester of our, of our junior year. And so for PRT students, which stands for Parks and Recreation Tourism, for PRT students at NC State, you had to get an internship to have, like, credits. Like, your internship work, college credits. You had to get an internship. So, you know, I started applying for different ones, and I find this one in the Outer Banks at the Curry Tuck Club, <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I applied for it, and then we went to class, and we were actually at JC, and, like, our other classmates were talking about, like, their internships and stuff, and I was like, Ellie, I just applied to this one, like, I think, and then you were like, oh, yeah. like, that sounds fun, like, send it to me. Well, I definitely wanted to go to the beach. I knew I just wanted to be somewhere on the water, so I was looking for internships where I could just be in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. So when I saw that was um in the Outer Banks, hence being Pogues, mm -hmm. um, not just because we were in the Outer Banks, but because we actually because, worked yes, our asses off. And like, we will get <laughs> that actually chaos. But obviously we both applied and we both got it. And we were like, I remember yeah, I was so stressed and I had no reason to be stressed about getting that. No, I, literally, literally. <laughs> I was like, like, you know, if you've listened to my episodes, you know how it's been to job find. It was like kind of the same for internships because I was like, 
we had like maybe I, we, I think we ended up getting it completely in like March. Mm-hmm. So we had literally like a month and a half, not even to spare until we had you know, like the summertime was coming and you know, internships and all that stuff. But yeah, so we both got it. And then I remember too, I'm driving there. Ellie got there before me. And I remember you were like, um, it was so basically to give you a visual, there was the, we got a beach house at the internship that we did. So we were recreation interns, Pretty recreation much. interns <laughs> in the Outer Banks in Kerala. And um, I bet a lot of you are wondering, though, what a recreation intern even is. And um, we have the same question because <laughs> what do interns at the beach do Literally. for for a gated community? It's mm-hmm. like, what what kind of job even is this? So yeah. we were going into this hoping to learn a lot of good stuff and actually be provided with a lot of value in the internship, hence the whole purpose of it. Yeah. And maybe have some good job opportunities come out of it. Yes. And we really thought we'd be well connected and we'd learn all kinds of things. And um notice I keep saying we did think, we thought, we thought or yeah, I know. we were expecting and um we were let down. Yeah. There were all these interns, there was like eight or ten of us. There were interns in the house and they like the our internship had a house specifically for the intern. You, so you could call it like Jersey Shore at the Outer Banks. Literally, honestly. that's what it was. Um, and so anyways, I remember I'm texting Ellie. I'm like, oh my God, like nervous. And because you could see like the um, director sent out an email to all of the interns, like, you know, to get us ready. And I could see where people, different people were from. And there was like Texas, Pennsylvania, like yeah, Virginia. We definitely went to each other's Instagrams and we oh, yeah. stalking each other. Yeah. And like the other interns. I don't remember if we in. talked to each other before getting there. I don't think so. I think I tried I think looking up a couple people dog before. As as we but, <laughs> but yeah, we just got there and we were like, well, I hope we aren't stuck with a bunch of weird Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And I, I remember Ellie texted me and she was like, something like, yeah, there's a lot there, like NC steak I hear, whatever, blah, blah. blah. So something three like, of the, what was it? Eight? 10 I think or it, eight? It might have, it started at 10. We lost two. Oh, yeah. We did. We did lose we lost two. <laughs> so three of us were from NC State, which yes. was kind of cool. Yeah, that was really cool. So anyways, we get to the beach. We're there on our first day. First and, you know, I had to go and lock down a room. I was trying to be the first one yeah, there. Yeah. And somehow a couple of people beat me there. Like, they got there the day before. And I was like, okay, so clearly they um, wanted to get the best bedrooms. <laughs> right. Yeah. So they beat me to it. But I was like, here, don't worry. I'm going to go lock us down a bedroom. Because I don't care, like I'm all for getting to know new people, but like sharing a room with them for the whole summer and not knowing what you're getting yourself into, yeah, I don't know if I'm all about that. And yeah, not to mention, um, me and Kirsten knew each other from the class, but we were like just newly friends. Like we still didn't even know each other that well at the time. Like that internship would really run us. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, when you can hold hands from your bunk beds that you're sleeping in all summer, you kind of literally. I was yeah, I have a bond. I was just about to say that is that our bedroom was literally like bunk beds were set up and we could literally hold hands like from our bunk beds. So just to get you a little insight of the house, it was what four girls and four guys. Yes. When it, when it ended up being yes. all eight, it was four girls and four guys. I think I was the only one in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, I think you were. So we were, we were all ready to watch. Yeah, everyone's like, you know, and so let's start with the job. Yeah. So we, stuff. so back is kind of like the first day. You know, like she, like Ellie had said, we were recreation interns, so we thought event planning and things like that. And we sit down at day one, and we're like, we get these handbooks, and they're telling us about these different things that we do. So and one of the things, 
Yeah, there's, I was going to say, there's basically the framework was there was like four different jobs to do and we all rotated those four different jobs each day. So each day you're kind of, you're on the schedule for something different. And um, there were definitely two that just absolutely sucked. Sucked. They were, they were, it was so much physical labor in the middle of the summertime when it is peak heat. And you're working, I mean, we ended up working 10 hour days oh my gosh, of the time yeah. because this is the summer after COVID. So there were so many people that were not working still and yeah, they couldn't yeah. get anyone for the internship. Yeah. They told us that they normally had With 20 people, 20, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, 20 was normal. Lot, yeah. And, um, there were a lot I of mean, empty beds. I'm glad there wasn't four people in our tiny room. I mean, Me it was too. probably a 10 by 10 foot room. So <laughs> Having four people in there would have been in the an bathroom. Disaster. Oh my gosh, that bathroom was already enough. <laughs> I mean, we really had to talk to each other about taking a shit. We were like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. we had to work something out here. There's a lot of people using one bathroom. Yeah, but, um, um, there were four jobs, and two of them just absolutely sucked because there was not nearly as many of us as there should have been, and yeah. it was hot, and no one wanted to work, and it was just the summer after COVID. It was just it was so weird because yeah. Everyone was just out of it. It was just a weird time. And so the job, so one of them was we would sit at this, so where we were stationed, let's say that, where we were stationed, the trolley for our residents at our country club would get dropped off. And then you had to walk over like a giant sand hill to get to the beach. And so we had these like buggies yeah these carts i don't even know what you would call carts them. with yeah. wheels that are good for the sand yeah and know. we would sit there and as soon as the trolley pulled up we'd be like hey like do you want us to take your stuff down and we everybody can. always said yes and yeah they and always said yes they? right we got hella tips from it like that picture just actually popped up on my like memories and it was my wallet and i mean it was a wad of cash like that was nice i mean but i don't know why i didn't save some of that me something either I'm like, i was like Spend i did kind of make bank that summer i don't really know where all that money went but right back into the other <laughs> but um that was so that was one of the jobs was literally carrying people shit from their the entryway over the hill into wherever they wanted to go i'm pretty sure when i used my apple watch it was like it, it was like three tenths of a mile or something like that but that was just to get from where the trolley dropped off the people to the beach and then of course when you're carrying somebody's stuff they're gonna say okay let's walk half a mile down the beach (laughs) so we can um make sure that there's not a soul in front of us so we have a clear view of the water yeah so i mean we ended up walking like close to a mile one way for every person that came and we're carrying their stuff i mean and not to mention these people that went to the Outer Banks, they didn't bring normal umbrellas. They right. brought full on those four-legged tents yeah. that people use at tailgates yeah. and stuff like that yeah. that are 40-plus pounds. I mean, those things are heavy as shit. Yeah. And they would say, okay, let's throw that on there. Yeah, and, and then all their beach chairs. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the kids are just, like, walking in front of you, about to trip you. Literally. And, I mean, it was just, like, ridiculous. fucking on fire in the sand. Like, yeah. I remember I got Crocs. And just because I, <laughs> Which was a bad I idea. The, like the slides would just like slip and flip flops. Just you, you can't walk in the sand and flip flops. No, trying to lug something over a hill. I got cracks, but the sand would like you know fall in the holes and it would still burn like hell. But also, it definitely burned my feet for the first time ever that summer. Yeah, there was the buggies and there was the Mastercard, like that. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> so there was this giant metal cart that, like, when families were getting out. You're filling that thing, and it's like 
Hands on, all hands on deck. So this that metal heavy part is, um, I don't know, like six feet wide and like 10 feet long. And it is ginormous. Giant. Like you, you have, I mean, just pulling it by itself with nothing on it. I mean, it was, it was really, really Yeah, heavy. like you always had two so people on it. You always had two people pulling that thing. And we literally were pack mules. I mean, it was ridiculous. Yeah. I just remember there was one day. So all the girls were on that shift because we would also like make the schedule ourselves and i was like all the girls are doing this one day like we're we're taking all the tips like fuck the guys whatever and it was the four of us girls and it started pouring and yeah. so <laughs> that's another thing the, the trolley the door to shore trolley which we'll get to in a second but you had to like basically that big ass trailer you would fill with everything else and then you would put that on another big ass trolley so we were just hauling people's hauling beach stuff um, all summer for miles and miles and miles for 10 hours a day. Yeah. And um, we also didn't get a lunch break. So Yeah, that one you kind of um, just like chose if you whenever didn't, you didn't like were bring lunch with you, then you just better hope that you didn't pass out because that definitely was on the table a few times. Yeah. Like, yeah, was, no, there were times where like, I mean, we would leave the station empty, but it's also like. I'm not about to die over this, no, over I'm these kidding. people and this internship. Like, sorry. So I think that kind of like gives you enough to know about the that service. The other one that was literally from fucking Satan's asshole himself. This was the worst thing in the world. Was we would not only bring their stuff from like the station entry to the shore, but we would literally drive to their house, like whatever place they were staying at. And they would just have their shit in a pile, their beach, all their beach shit in a pile. Right in the front yard. On the front yard, just <laughs> out. We would put it on the trolley and take it down to the shore for them. And so we would we would have to stop at first of all, we have to make sure that we get all the addresses, put them in the correct order so we are stopping at them in an order that makes sense. And then we're picking up I mean, people only use this service if they have a shit ton of people there for the week. Right. So this is like for I mean, eight massive, people, yeah. 10 people, 12 people. I mean, it was ridiculous. So we would go to the houses and pick up eight or 10 beach chairs and then all of the two bags of beach toys. Yeah. One to two coolers. You know, I mean, the absolutely big umbrellas. Like, you would <laughs> Monster absolutely look at that pile and think that they are moving to the beach and spending the night there for <laughs> all seven days. It was, I mean, it's just insane. When you're yeah. not the one moving it, they're like, yeah, let's throw everything in here. I mean, we could, we probably have enough food to live out here for like 48 hours straight and not be hungry whatsoever. <laughs> but I mean, we're still going to do it just because, just because, um, yeah, we have little interns picking up our stuff. Like, why not? Yeah. So we go to okay. like seven or eight houses every day and pick up this stuff. And I mean, by the end of the day, you're just like chucking these chairs onto the, oh, yeah. onto the <laughs> I mean, trolley. I mean, it was. Yeah. So speaking <laughs> of this trolley, I'll have to insert a picture for the people that are watching it. But I mean, this shit was big as hell. And I don't even know that we were like, honestly, legal to drive that. I think we were because, because there weren't any passengers, but it was like also just open to where like you made a turn. Like I made a few turns and chairs went flying off and Ellie <laughs> So um on on the fourth of July this summer. On the fourth of July this summer, I was doing door to shore with um Riley. Yes. And yes. this was a 
super long driveway that, that had a huge hill leading yeah. up to it. So if we were going to go down to the house, we would have had to lug all this crap up to the end of the driveway. I mean, it was such a long driveway. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make this easy on myself. <laughs> like, let me put it in reverse and come get this stuff down there. <laughs> I wish I was safe. So, you know, I have Riley on the back, like making, I mean, like you can easily see because it's literally just an open air trolley, just like a flatbed truck almost with a cover mm-hmm. over top of yeah. it. So, you know, I'm like, I'm like looking behind me, backing up and um, going down this driveway, taking it nice and slow, making sure I don't run over any of the, the beautiful landscaping that all these um, people in the gated community mm-hmm. would be really upset if it mm-hmm. got like, you know, run over. So, you know, I'm taking my time, being careful, going down the driveway. The hill gets a little steep and I'm making my way down there. And as we're getting closer to the stuff, you know, honestly, I kind of blacked out in this moment because I don't <laughs> what remember what say? happened. But I just <laughs> remember I um, hit somebody's car. Well, what did you I, say right before that? I don't know. Later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We do need to rewind a little bit. Um, as I was backing down the driveway and feeling myself because I was killing it for like a good 30, 45 seconds. I was like, I'm Tom Mater, you know, <laughs> he drives in reverse. Like he's a really good reverse driver. Fresh. Um, not 30 seconds later, <laughs> you hear, you know, like I, I just, I shattered into, the taillight of yeah. a car. Into a trailer. So car. here I am mortified. I was feeling myself. And then, you know, just because I said that I'm sure, you know, fate had it out for me that I was going to hit this car. So I have to go up. The, like 15 steps to the front door and every step I'm just like oh my god this is gonna suck yeah. so and then I'm like do, I don't really care about this job but like I do feel bad but at the same time they're working us to death like it was yeah. just all around just a bad situation and so I knock on the door and the guy's like oh so did you pick up our stuff and I was like so actually um you know, and then he, he ends up coming out of the garage. Yeah. So he, he leaves the front door, comes out of the garage, and he's like, um, he's like, oh, so the stuff's still here. And then he immediately, like, I didn't even say anything. He immediately looks and sees and that, sees like, the there, like, there's the, the red broken the, up pieces I was gonna say, of it was the like tail light on, yeah. the, on the crown. Yeah. And I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I was trying cool, really right? hard not to laugh. Yeah. I mean, like. It was, it I mean, was, like, we because I was so whole uncomfortably like, awkward. Like, we were Delulu. I mean, it was when you're working that hard, it's just, like, you have mixed feelings between, like, just not giving a yeah, shit anymore yeah. because it's especially, clear that no one gives a shit about you. Well, especially with that service, like, we were just overbooked and over, like, overbooked. I, that's That just sums it up. Is like, it was just overbooked, and, like, you would have to get to these houses in timing, and it wasn't, it didn't work, and there wasn't enough room, even though the trolley was big as hell. Like we said, parents and families were bringing their whole camper so well because the way that this door to shore service works is we would go to all these houses and pick up all their crap from the front yard and the what the job was was to bring all that stuff down to the beach and set up their stuff for For them them, and get them a spot so they when they get down there their stuff is set up they know they have a spot and they can just come to the beach and everything's ready to go so it didn't make sense for us to overbook this service because then by the time we were finished getting all the stuff from all the different houses, got it on the trolley, from the trolley onto the monster cart, and then from the monster cart all the way down to the beach, people were already out there. So we're having to go and spread Mm -hmm. out like Mm -hmm. six or seven families that have, you know, 
so many people's stuff yeah. and find them a good spot on the beach. And yeah, they, they paid for the service, didn't they? I yeah, mean, they was, did. I mean, was, they, yeah, yeah. They, they paid for it. And we would obviously get tipped too. But the one thing that did suck was that there was, cause there was also, you could do a private trolley. And sometimes what would happen is you would drop them off. And then the people that were stationed there, they would take everything, but then they would get your tips. So it was like, hold on, this isn't really working out. Should. Another thing too is some, like we would take it down to the shore, but we didn't have to set them completely up too often. Like if they were there, they would, you always offered like your help and they would most likely take it. But, but yeah, that was that. Um, but yeah, so I would hit the car. That so same house though. Yeah, yeah I had that, finish, guy, that um, same house I had an issue, not issue, but I had something happen there too. Basically, um, I don't remember anything else, but I just remember <laughs> saying happy fourth and yeah, we left it at that. Yeah. And so that house, that was the Cherry Grove Street, right? That Honestly, I, I think it was. I yeah, think it was like something right. like that. And so I had somehow was scheduled for this service by myself, by myself to do this which whole service, which ridiculous. is insane. It's there should already be, difficult with just with two, two people. Yeah. And so I pull up to this Cherry Grove house. I think it was a different family. Like, I don't think it was them. Actually, it might have been. Anyways, the same house. So here I am lugging everything. I didn't, I did not pull down that driveway, but I'm up at the top and I'm lugging everything up and I get to the top and one of your nice ass coolers, I was trying to get it up into the trolley, boom, falls and breaks on the ground. The ice spills out, the drinks yeah. spill out. I'm, I literally cried. Everything in the cooler. I was just standing there like crying because I was so frustrated because one, I should have never been on that by myself. No. And two, like. It just obviously a lot was happening. And it's just one of those moments where you know somebody's going to be upset with you and want to chew you out. And then and they I don't even understand yeah. that, first of all, you're already beating yourself up about yeah. it. And you're just in a horrible position because we were so sleep deprived so and in the sun all yeah. day. And I mean, just so many problems that it just made it hard to even like, we literally were delusional, like delusional laughing, hell, yeah, laughing like delusional people like the minute, the every day. Yeah, if you were in, like, it's like the trolleys, especially the second you're in them, like it's a, it's a parallel universe. You turn the radio on, and do you remember that song? Goes like, "She called me Big Bird," or "He called me Big Bird," something like that. <laughs> that song would come on in the trolley, and we were like, "What is the odds of the Outer Banks radio playing this?" Like so random, but anyways, it was just like literally a whole parallel universe, and that was those services. The other ones were like inside at the counter like a uh, um reception working and then at the, the other front one was desk. a tiki bar at the pool yeah. which they were so they were like whatever but yeah those these other two, two were great they were easy jobs they were fun and that wasn't bad but when you had to work the door to shore or um beach valet, beach valet those were awful and and we were also doing them like nothing against the high schoolers but we were also doing them with high schoolers which i was like I'm getting college them. It's just the fact that we were supposed to be doing an internship, which yeah, is like, enriching. Yeah, like for college credit. We yeah, a lot of stuff. Just, I was like, we were definitely more just. It was a summer job, and yeah, we were just yep. pack mules, and and it didn't really benefit us in very many ways. I know, and it's, I hate to say that. I hate to admit it, but it's like it does. I mean, I I didn't get any jobs out of that. Yeah. Like, if anything, I think the one thing that I did gain from this internship is I learned that, and, like, this is no joke, I learned that I have way more in me than oh, right. I ever thought I did. As yeah. far as physical capabilities yeah, go, dude. I mean, it it taught me how to, like, when you think you can't go any further, so, oh, yeah, you can't. When because... you think you can't go any further, somebody needs the beach wheelchair. <laughs> Literally. 
Literally, because it was, was other, a you had other too. people relying on you yeah. for these services. So it wasn't like, you know, if you're at the gym and you're like, you're like maxing out or, you know, yeah. your PR or something like that. It's at the beach. It's like, I just have to make it over the hill. Okay. Yeah. I just have to make it to the, like, like you think you aren't going to make it, times but you just have to do that. Yeah. And, and then, yeah, it was like every, so every walk times. was like that. Yeah. And then you just have to do that walk over and over and over mm-hmm. again for 10 hours mm-hmm. a day. And so, I mean, I, I learned how to, how to really push myself from that job. So, yeah, I thought, you know, like a cheer routine did that for me, but hell no, this job sealed the deal. But there was one time though, do you want to go for, mine's about the wheelchair because I am going to call someone out, fucking Ryan. So we were doing this internship and it was me and him on it. And we, there was a lady who needed a wheelchair, which I, I love that we had the wheelchairs because it was inclusive and it allowed a lot of people to get down to the beach that normally never, never could. get over yeah. yeah like there was like an older lady one time who was like i haven't seen the ocean in years so well, like that was great to help her out but anyways that was rewarding to do i mean as much work as it was sometimes that was really uh, it rewarding. was you know it felt good like, yeah that, was, and was, the people were always really appreciative that was yeah, really what made the yeah. difference with with pushing someone in the wheelchair yeah. down to the beach and so there was one woman who needed a wheelchair and she was a bigger lady and it was me and Ryan, and they ha- also had like a cart to push. And I, I said something like, like about getting the obviously somebody gets the wheelchair, somebody gets the cart. Me thinking Ryan will grab the wheelchair, and he grabs the cart. Ryan, if you ever listen to this, and he starts walking away with it, and I was like, yeah. I mean, and the kinda, thing is, too, was like kind of always taking the easy way out oh, when and we were all struggling. Yeah, it's just like when you were pushing the wheelchair over. Like, I don't know, it was like a triangle. So it would like, the top would tilt up sometimes. And I literally got stuck in the sand. Like there was just like dads randomly who ran over and helped me because also you're trying to get up and you're just like digging the sand underneath underneath the sand and it's burning your feet and you can't push over that big hill. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was was awful, awful. but so that was that, but the wheelchair wheelchair was like at least a little bit better because people always really appreciated Mm -hmm. it. But on the other hand, what I was thinking about is uh-huh. how, again, this was the summer after COVID. So you have all these people that are either, they either own a house or they're renting one of these houses in this gated community. And, um, and it, you know, it's a, it's a certain group of people that mm-hmm. is attracted to this community and it's somewhat more pretentious people. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> and a lot of them had, quite an attitude with us mm-hmm. when we were there to help them and provide services for them. So no one is thinking about the actual logistics of what's going on here. Yeah. With this being the That's summer so after true. COVID, no one wanted to work. There was so much unemployment. It, it was, I think, like at an all-time high. Yeah, I mean, and, like we were literally <laughs> 50% understaffed. Like. Yeah. And so we were here working way more hours with way less people without lunch breaks, without, I mean, like it was just horrible conditions. And then when we were doing this service, like I know most of us, we kind of just put our head down and shut our mouths because I mean, first of all, it's hard to talk to people as yeah. you're lugging, lugging all this yeah. heavy stuff on a hot day. But then there would be, you know, the occasional person. Now this isn't everybody, but the occasional person would come along and they would just absolutely tear you apart yeah. and just be so incredibly rude to us yeah. that it was like, I mean, I remember there was a couple times for me where I just like dropped their stuff and I was like, 
I, I had to walk away yeah, because I was go. like, I'm not going to go off on this person. I'm going to, I'm going to be bigger than that. But it took everything in me to not blow up on someone that was rude to us when we were doing all that for yeah. them. Yeah. And it was just, so it was, it was also just the people that you see privilege yeah, there for that sure were with unappreciative, that. Of, especially the door to shore where there was so many on. issues with door to shore. So many issues. Like we had a refund. I mean, the company had to refund a handful of families, but again, like we, we tried our best as interns. We really did. Yeah. And at, at the end of the day, I didn't feel bad for the company having to refund these people because we should have never been that booked anyways. Yeah. Well, there um, wasn't, I mean, there was just a lot of holes in how everything was run. They did not have good systems in place. Um, just for outdated. reference, it was like outdated. there was nothing digital. Nothing yeah. whatsoever was digital. I think we had we had one computer, mm-hmm. um, and we had one one computer at the front desk and one iPad that we would take out to the tiki bar for sales mm-hmm. of snacks and drinks and stuff. Other than that, absolutely everything was on paper. paper. And I remember I really wanted <laughs> to take initiative as my yeah. summer project to turn a lot of this um, paper into, turn it into technology so it makes sense for everyone and everything is much smoother, you know, stay up to date with the times basically. And um, and I brought this up several times to our boss and he flat out declined it. He was kind of stuck in his ways of doing things. And I understand that when you've done something for such a long time, you want to stick with it. But the kicker is that when it's not successful and it's not working well, that's when you know you especially need to make changes. Yeah. And yeah. he was not open to change. And I was like, you know what? When I can see that I'm not gaining any value from the person that is supposed to be above me and be my boss and I'm supposed to be learning things from, I feel like I'm in a way educating him here with my little bit of business background. And yeah. I was like, you know what? This just makes me feel completely useless because I really had something of value to add here. Yeah. And it, and he didn't take me up and on it. it. Wasn't, yeah. And that just, that's that kind of happens about how stuff works there. Yeah. And I, you know, I hope it's gotten better. Like, again, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt because it was the year after COVID and things were like getting back and stuff, but which is true. I mean, that definitely played. A we were under, and I like, obviously again, like, if we weren't understaffed, because there were previous NC State guys who went there, who do the inter- mm-hmm. internship there, and they talked about it like it was like the holy grail, like the best right. thing ever. <laughs> but again, they were always, they were fully staffed, so they were able to do those recreation duties of planning events and like different things like that, and just you know, I think it would be a lot more fun if there if there were you know if we were fully staffed, we yeah. wouldn't have been overworked and we would have enjoyed it a lot more. But yeah. But that was basically the job to sum it up um, and just the chaos that kind of went on with the job. We were literally pogues, though. Like, we were literally working for the rich and working our asses off for the rich. Yep. And something that was brought up when we were there was, like, we should get a raise because we're working for the amount of 12 people or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if I'm doing – if one person – if eight people are doing the work for 12 people, why aren't we getting paid? Like, obviously, there's money right. in the budget for tw- whatever – um so but we were working we were supposed to have eight hour days and they they always ended it was up being always, 10. yeah it's like if you were on beach ballet you were always there for 10 days i mean that's 10 days you were always there like. literally you were there for 10 yeah to like 10 hours because by the time you put everything back on and like take it back and stuff like but outside the part of it yeah, so outside of being pogues and <laughs> i guess this is like still part of the pogues too like 
outside of the job and the internship itself, like I said, there was eight interns, college interns in a house. And there were two bars near us. Just two. Yeah, only two, like only like two that were near us. Everybody would go. I mean, and that yeah. was the only place to go. Yeah, and so we like very quick made friends with the bartenders and the DJs, and well, the DJ we were like pretty good friends with at a point. Like you Remember know, the bouncer. I'm still the bouncer. On my Keen- yes, Keenan, right? I'm talking about Q. There's a few. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, there were a few. Me, but uh, to be example, like me and one of the bouncers shared locations at one point. Like we were, and I don't even know how that ended up happening. But anyways, you know, it was like a small town at that point, and we were we were the locals of the Outer Banks, which is really cool. Like we were there for what ten to twelve, I think ten weeks. Yeah, twelve or something. We were there for, I mean, three months. So we became locals at at, at the Outer Banks, and that was really neat to experience. But it was literally like, like I said, those two bars, which we always went to, and we just. Like so everyone basically, knew us. Um, y'all can probably imagine you put a bunch of college kids in one house. There's going to be a little bit of drama. There's going to be a right. shit ton of drinking. And there's going to be a lot of thrown down. So that's yeah. basically exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, we're all in confined spaces. So we're the like, house was disgusting. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Hard. I mean, it was The awesome. house? Like, and, and it wasn't like, I don't know. I don't want to. Like, it was obviously it house was, level. It I mean, kind it was, of was, was, and I hate to admit that, but like it was. It wasn't. It wasn't to the point of like unhealthy. You know what I mean? Like we like obviously it was fine to live there and get by, but I mean, again, eight fucking college kids using that kitchen. Yeah, no, it, it was. It got the, bad the, quick. The dishes were insane. There was constantly like mess uh, just all over the the couch. God knows when that I, thing was clean. Exactly oh, that couch made me The couch sit. just made me, made me kind of want to like. And like some people because, like, I mean, when like you some come of the back guys from the day, yeah, when you're in the when sand, you come back like, from your ten hour day <laughs> and you're like, you've been in the ocean a few times yeah. because it's so hot and so like you're covered you're in sand. so sweaty, you're, you're salty, you have sand on you, and then it's like, well, what am I going to do after ten hour shifts? Yeah, go sit my um, ass on the couch. Yeah. So every I can only imagine how disgusting Dirty, that couch dude. is. I like, know it had to be so disgusting. And also, this couch has been in this house for for God summers, knows how long. Like, yeah, for years and years. So I mean, it's just a build up, and it just oh my god, it was so disgusting. Yeah, it was so gross. I just yeah, and there was like uh, I can't the like how messy it would get. But basically, like, I never, when I was, like, in college and stuff, like, I was never that student to, like, go out and party and then go to my 8 a.m. the next day. But this internship, we were going out, like, we were going out until, like, 2 in the morning. Like, we would shut the bars down. Yeah, so basically the first month. And then do that physical hard labor at 8 a.m. Yep. So was crazy. We were working 10-hour days and um, really difficult jobs, but we also did go out drinking. We like, did. And, like, that's what we did have a lot of fun. Like, like, I think the first month we we did something we, every single night. Yeah, and then after yeah. that, the last two months, everything kind of, like, settled down a little bit. Because yeah, I was like, obviously really, we went, like, way too hard. And we never really got to catch up on sleep and resting and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. the first month was definitely the craziest. I mean, nuts. Like I, like I said, I was never built like that. And I, I know people who are <laughs> built like that. But and then this internship, all of a sudden, it happens. I was like, how was I this person? And like, so the door to shore trolley actually, like, I threw up in that one day because I was so hungover. But like, that's I, I would never expected myself to like. I forgot about that. Like, just be that like the partier and then work the next morning. I was never built for that. Like, 
That's but we did it though. We sure did. It and I mean, we had a lot of fun. And something that was funny too was like there were different like groups of people in Outer Banks, like all the kids who basically became locals. So it was like us, which were the Curry Tuck Club people. There was um the Umbrella people, mm-hmm. the Kerala Club girls. Yes. Ish. And then there was um the life the high schoolers. Fucking high schoolers. They didn't party with us oh, though and no. do all that. They were just obviously there. But in the other race. But um I think yeah, like, what we like, need to talk about for a minute though uh-huh. is um is what it was kind of like to be in small town life and <laughs> lifeguards. <laughs> because y'all, I feel like when I went to the Outer Banks, I've lived in Raleigh my whole life. And mm-hmm. so I've I've never lived in a small town. And going to live in the Outer Banks, like obviously the people that are there for the summer, you you start to get to know each mm-hmm. other. And um, I just remember this one night, we ended up going to a party with all the lifeguards because they have the same situation where they all stay in like a big house. They have a house, yeah. I think it might be like a boy lifeguard house and a girl lifeguard house. Something like that, but they got a house. Same idea. And I remember we we went to a few parties with them that summer, actually. Mm -hmm. But when I tell y'all the exclusivity that they felt that they had was off the charts yeah I was like, that was this yeah. is literally like a tv show where you're like oh that's so dramatic like that's not what high school is really like or that's not what college is really yeah. like like that's just blown up like no this was a tv show where i wish every I one of them thought they were god himself literally. and they thought they were so much better and i was like whoa what in the world is going on here? yeah because it was never welcoming like, the parties like, were never welcoming like we, no, would, go, but we would just kind of like be there exactly and, and it was like, like okay wait so i would have thought like you put a bunch of young people in a room together and they're here everyone for the summer, like, like gets along. you're just gonna party and have a good time mm-hmm. and you know like my social butterfly self is gonna go and try and talk to people yeah that was like and the umbrella they, crew like yeah. that's how we came with them we all became good friends and like you know, exactly. It was so natural, but not exactly. It was just like they put themselves on a pedestal, and I was like, "Look, like, yeah, you're a lifeguard. That's cool. Kudos. But right. we're all here working for the summer. Like, let's just let loose at the end of the day and have a good time because we're all going to be here for the summer." Yeah. But I guess everybody doesn't think like that. I know. So. And you can say you had your select few that like came around and we hung yeah. out with and stuff. Not everybody was like that for sure. Yeah, but it was but overall. Like a lot of them. And I was just kind of it, surprised. Yeah. Overall, like I said, you walk into the house and you're just there. Like, yeah. You're not really in it with everyone. Yeah. But it, it was just nuts. Like that whole lifestyle was, I mean, it got to the point that by the end we were all literally like, I, we need to leave. Like, yeah. I don't know what's going on in this island, but you're so secluded, too. Yeah. You know, it, like, it really did start to feel weird after a yeah. while because there's only one so road much. that you can take mm-hmm. to get to and from the point of um, the Outer Banks that we were at. So, if you even try to take the road somewhere on a Saturday or Sunday, that's the day that everyone comes in and out of town mm-hmm. to stay for the week. And there's miles and miles of traffic that lasts like for several hours on hours. the weekend. So on the weekend, we weren't doing anything. And it's we always had random days off. So it's not like our weekends suck because of right, that. But, yeah. I mean, it was just like there's there's the one highway that you have to drive all the way up to either Virginia or drive all the way down to Elizabeth City. No, you couldn't even – you couldn't get to Virginia. You had to go back. Up there. Mm-hmm. That's why whenever – because like if we had friends come in to the airport, 
You had to drive oh, all the way right. down the island and then all the way back up to the Virginia. You're right. Yeah, I yeah. never went that way. So yeah. Um, but so very yeah. secluded. It was again just very a time. interesting <laughs> to experience small town life. Yeah, like, that's and just the being in the outer banks, like that feeling. I do wish that. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Is I really wish that I had like vlogged, not even like vlogged more, but also like. I, w- I wish I would have had a confessional because we joked because like, <laughs> one of the other interns like loved Jersey Shore like me and we would like talk about it all the time and different things and I so like we had we made a splash room <laughs> there was this room um like earlier we said interns had left and so when they left and they parted um no bad blood obviously just they left and they parted um it wasn't it wasn't fit for, them. for them yeah it wasn't fit for them and I don't blame them I probably should have left when they did but, <laughs> <laughs> but when they left we um we didn't sage their room, but we took shots in there as like, we're going to christen it. We're going to, yeah. Like and this is now the community room that everyone may use. How they would like to do. they want to use it. Yeah. And, um, I should have put, okay. I should, I'm not saying I should have put a camera in there. Not for that. Not for that. For literally a confessional. I so badly wish because there was also a love triangle. I'm not going to name drop. I'm not going to do anything, but there was a love triangle going on. And that tea was hot on the stove. Mm-hmm. And I wish I would have had that camera up and been ready to just have a confessional. There was low-key a few love triangles. Actually. There was. There was a few things happening. Like, of course, like you said. I, I do just wish, like I said, 4,000 times now, I wish I would have recorded it and literally made it into a reality TV because it was... It would have been so good. It would have been good. That would have been some really good content. I know. Like, but... I know it's hard to understand because we're just telling it through stories. But like when I tell y'all, that would have been... It would have been good. Top of the show, it. like it's no joke. That would have I mean. got me my subscribers on YouTube. Like <laughs> honestly, because um, it would have been like the Outer Banks meets Jersey Shore. Like I, of course, I had it planned in my head, but I never just did it. That's but what anyways, it felt like. Yeah. Um, so now I hope that you get the gist of you know. I think we kind of covered. There's so many other little stories we could talk about for hours, but honestly. I think what we'll end it on is the night that me and Kirsten almost died on her birthday. Oh my um, god! So basically, no trauma. Kirsten has her birthday um, on June thirtieth at the beach. So we're like, yeah, we're gonna throw down. This is coming to the end of our first month there. So mm-hmm. I feel like this was honestly one of the like final raises yeah. that really did us yeah. in. You're so we so ended right. up getting a keg, and we invited like everybody Everyone. that we could invite. We wanted to have, every like, crew that we know, talked about earlier, all of them, like. You know, we're Everybody. like, we're going to throw down. Like, yeah. <laughs> everybody better come and let's have a good time. And um, so, you know, obviously we're we're um, not in our right minds. And so Correct. we are like, oh, it'd be really fun to do mattress surfing down the stairs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because everybody in the house has a twin mattress, we're like, um, why don't y'all go get your bed? Like and you said, there was like at least four, at least four beds not being used. Yeah. In that, a bunch of that one level. So. Easily grab one and they start. Excuse me, start. So we um, what is it called? Mattress surfing. Mattress surfing. Like yeah. it. So we um so we end up bringing the mattress like up the stairs. Sure know, did. Everyone's having a good time. Mm-hmm. We're like mattress surfing. You know, people are sitting on it and going down, like going on on their um stomachs down the stairs. Yeah. So then having obviously you know we're like oh this is fun we need to take it to our feet and actually surf down the stairs mm-hmm. right. So we see um, Davis do it, and mm-hmm. he executes it well. You know, like looks like he's like seven time. Foot. He can like hold yeah, on to like, the ceiling, you know. Doing it. <laughs> and so he goes down. And we're like, oh, that looks so fun. 
So me and Kirsten, we're like, okay, it's our turn. So, you know, I guess I'm um, sweats because this <laughs> traumatized me. Yes. So clearly, I guess um, it didn't end well. Right. So we'll get to that. But, you know, like we had just done a couple keg stands mm-hmm. and we're like feeling ourselves. We played so, City Girls already. Like yes, it was so past we were, that time like, of the night. Just absolutely thriving. So we're um, standing on the mattress, getting ready to go down. So, you know, and everybody in the other. house, like, has, like, <laughs> we're not holding each other. this is how we're holding each other for Forearm to forearm. Yeah. <laughs> standing on the mattress, facing each other. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody in the house is, like, coming over, watching people go down. Mm-hmm. So they're all recording. There's people at the bottom of the stairs, top uh, of the stairs. Yeah. Like, like, every angle. Flash on. So then, you know, we start to go down. I think we go down, like, five steps. And then, boom, both of like, our feet hit a step. And mm-hmm. we go flying down the rest of the staircase, probably like fifteen stairs, like neck first. first. Yeah. So like, um, we both end up on the ground, like splat. splat. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I remember like your knee, <laughs> knee, like is your knee still? No, my knee is still messed yeah, up like, from that. Like there's, it's like there's fluid in yeah, the top and of my. Knee. I just remember landing like on my wrist, and my whole hand was like, not that it was swollen, but I mean, I was like numb. I was like. Yeah, and I, I had the wind knocked out of yeah. me. So yeah, I, like, literally, I, she laid there. I couldn't and Steve, breathe. one of the other interns, <laughs> so sweet. He goes running down. Like I think he he like put his hands no, on the railing and skipped yeah, the stairs. Yeah. Like he went down the stairs in like two glides. Yes, and then um, because I remember I'm I'm seeing everything with my eyes, but I I could not breathe like for a good minute or so. I was like, <laughs> yeah, she. I mean, in your eyes, you were like, I just remember Ellie literally being like. <laughs> about to and be like this i was like oh my god what just happened what just happened because i you know my first thought was like so i was st- i was about to go my senior year of cheer i'm like oh my god i just messed everything up blah blah meanwhile this all happens whatever the next day it's on jmu barstool <laughs> the video is fucking on instagram jmu barstool i'm like because one of the other interns ran it fucking ryan <laughs> so and anyways, it was so funny, like because we were okay, but we were, um, yes, but it was def- we sustained some injuries. We did, yeah, it was fun, like, yeah, until that, yeah. So with that, the ending of that story. Now I do want to reflect and talk about how we are, like who we were at those days, and now who we are. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Ellie is a real estate queen and she's working for her parents company and she's doing the damn thing she shows listings and she like a whole professional and i think it's so funny because at our internship like i said like we said you know hand holding in the bunk beds her alarm would go off for 30 minutes i'm like ellie are you gonna get your ass up and we also used to bike to the internship and i was like i'm like ellie listen like yes it takes 10 minutes to bike to the property to like our yeah. place, but you have to account for locking the bike up and stuff. So I'm like, girl, I'm I'm leaving at seven forty five. Yeah, it's seven forty five, and Ellie is making her breakfast. I'm like, oh my god, I'm sweating because <laughs> I hate being late. I'm like, oh my gosh, she always ends um, up leaving without me. Yeah, was, I'm like, I'm sorry, girl, I gotta go, I gotta go. I, <laughs> I, I, I want to blame her. Like that's always how I rolled in high school and college. Like you know, what's what's wrong with being five minutes late? I'm not passionate about this. True. So, I mean, I was I just know. like obviously cared too much. But poked a professional back to the actual yeah. topic. Um I wake up at 6 a.m. every day now and I always show up to my appointments yeah. on time because mm-hmm. now I have a purpose and a real passion. Yeah, and, that'll do it. Um, that'll do it. And you know, real life just kind of slapped me in the face and said, "Get it together." And um I learned a lot from that internship. I feel like I learned how to persevere right. and push myself mm-hmm. and um 
And now I really do apply that to my business and to what I do now. Hell yeah. And also something that I kind of like, I'm trying to reflect on myself as like from that internship. Oh, I don't really know. I'm still obviously like I say pose a professional. Ellie's the real professional here. I'm like finally getting into that professional industry of travel and outdoor adventure but, transitioning yeah, yeah i'm, I'm so much chicago exactly. in two days so you know you have but, bigger and better things coming up yeah after exactly. your move, you know so. but um something i did learn though was ellie like she said she's a social butterfly and so like obviously when you go into like anything with adults and professionals it's all about networking and connecting and one thing ellie did that summer was networked and connected like with so many people and I never did like I literally I like did my job and called it a day um but then I literally I would see like all these connections and just conversations and like little relationships Ellie was making and I was like okay that's very important like I probably should start doing that so I brought that into my real life outside of the internship so sh shout out to you shout out to Ellie oh, um that. yeah but because I would just watch and I'm like that's that cool. is a really good thing to have because I mean that's like connections are what you know like these jobs not the one job, but the other job that I have in Chicago with like the substitute teaching, that's by a connection, mm -hmm. you know? So it's just like, it's who you know. Honestly, nothing well. really you. matters more in life. Like and having connections know. with people can make the biggest difference in how everything in your life goes. So, I mean, sometimes it's hard. I mean, you got to like really be more active about it than passive. Like right, things aren't yeah. just going to happen to yep. you. Mm -hmm. But when you're like a little bit more intentional about, speaking to people, finding something to connect over and making relationships with them. It's like find something to engage with them on and then, you know, that mutual interest. And then, yeah. That's and then, you know, easy. it's like, that's how you form a relationship. And I feel like that has served me a lot in, in especially with your profession. Ways. I mean, that's so. a, like a great, you know, characteristic to have especially as like a realtor like yeah well that, as a real estate agent I mean, that's what it's it's engaged built off with. Of. yeah so you exactly. I mean, you kind of have to be good at that if you're going to be in the business for a long time so. yeah um but yeah so now we are not pugs anymore and we are <laughs> thank god professional people but i think it's just like it, it is just you know like we were 21 22 years old at our little internship uh not even like making it on time for the days and now i guess me i'm because again i don't have that like professional stance yet but i'm like you know packing my resumes and like doing different things like that so it's just like i mean that actually this past year i ran my own two programs i literally started two chair programs so like we went from being folks in the outer banks to doing like these big huge things so it's just funny and it's just how life works out it's natural you know what i mean like yeah. When you're in college and you're gonna you're doing all those things, just be a college kid. Like, honestly, like I honestly. remember one of the interns, Davis, literally said he was like, "Listen, we got paid twelve dollars an hour." He was like, "Take like work as if work it's a twelve dollars like an hour." Because I did way too hour. much. Like I, yeah. I definitely I mean, overdid my job. And I mean, you get what you pay for. That ranged true in any situation. Yeah. I mean, if you want better quality service, then you're offering forty dollars an hour. Because right. then you're you know it's just you get what you pay for it's, yeah and he said you know investing in in these interns or not exactly and, and and davis made that point of like work for like work your 12 dollars an hour worth and that's when i was kind of like you know what you're right but yeah just yeah we came a long way and a little us that's the truth in the outer banks i think would be proud honestly i mean we graduated college and we now did. we're in the, in the real world and you mm -hmm. keep saying like you're not a professional yet but honestly 
maybe not like the standard professional right. of having like a nine to five job or something like that, but you definitely are in a lot of different ways in all of the different avenues that you've yeah. taken since graduating so. hosting a podcast yeah like, come on i mean yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's like true. so that is basically a wrap i guess the one question like one last question not even that i asked any this really whole thing this is more of like storytelling than interview but anyways if there was anything you could go back to in that summer or that internship and change what do you think you would like change or, or do differently what could i change man not falling down the stairs. That <laughs> trauma lives with um, me forever. I would absolutely take that. I don't know. If I could change it, I mean, I know what position I was in for the summer. Um, I mean, I feel like, I don't know. Looking back, I really did just have an attitude of, like, I'm going to work as hard as I can, but I'm not going to work myself to death. Like, mm -hmm. I, I believe in being a, a good hard worker. Right. And absolutely. I think I did. Um, mm -hmm. But... I feel like I definitely um, had a lot of attitude that summer, and that stemmed from a, it was easy like, to have attitude. Yeah, it was. Sorry, but it, it was. was some, like I'm we thinking said, the back to my <laughs> summer of like 21 self, mm -hmm. and um, I mean the attitude definitely had a time and a place, but I don't know because I really did. I mean. I don't know if I would change that though, because when you're working that many saying, hours a day and working happened, yourself like, to death, I mean, it's just that's just what's gonna happen. I mean, I'm not my best self when I'm at that point. Yeah, and it was. But again, we had fun. Like, maybe we some didn't... of the drama. I'm not gonna go into it, but right. I think maybe some of the drama that was involved over that summer, like it's hard to avoid. Like I usually steer clear of drama mm -hmm. as best I can. Like mm -hmm. I'm just gonna avoid it at all costs. I just don't. I I don't have the energy for that. I really don't. Yeah. And, um, so I feel like maybe I would change, um, being involved in some of the drama, but it's, it's hard when you're all put in a house together Yeah, and there's just always stuff going on. I mean, on. yeah, like you can try and, you know, steer clear, but there's always going to be like something, gonna be something. I know. I'm trying to think of what I would change. I, I feel like I, like I said, like I didn't realize until the very end until Davis made that statement, but I wish I kind of would have not taken it as seriously. Yeah. And I wish I would have really took the time to to think like, okay, these are my goals that I want. How can I get to this from this internship? Right. Because I just did the internship for what it was and it kind of bit me in the ass because it, it didn't give me much for my travel side of yeah, you know, the profession yeah. I want to enter and want to be in. So I that's what I would definitely change and go back and do is just really pick out like like have my goals, have my focus, and then kind really of like emphasize. backtrack them yeah, to like, figure out how to make them happen. Exactly, yeah. So I think that kind of sums it all up. I don't know. And as, brings us to today. Honestly, I mean, as, as tough as that summer was, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I wouldn't I mean, either, It was one of the honestly. most eventful summers I've ever had. Yeah, and, and look at a story to tell. We I have so many stories to tell from that summer. You know, I did like, learn a lot, not from um, being an intern, but from just being, being in the environment. Yeah, <laughs> just, that's for sure. Thank you, Ellie, again for coming on Thanks my for podcast and being my very first guest and sharing our Pogue life for the people to let them know and let them hear about, about it. I know we literally could sit here for hours. Like if we went into every detail, I think you guys would love it, but it's just a lot of time. And I got a whole house to pack up. <laughs> so you are going to Chicago. Yeah. Um, but again, I really appreciate you being on this episode. I feel I think, honored to be the yeah, first guest. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think we did pretty good it. too for first guest. Podcast listeners. I know, listeners, if you liked it, 
let us know. You know, let me like, know. Like, comment, subscribe. Like, comment, subscribe. Is that what you yes. do for podcasts? Yeah, on the YouTube because it'll be posted on the YouTube. <laughs> um, but if you are listening, you know, you can still comment on like Apple Podcasts. I think Spotify too. Yeah. Any stream that you're listening to this from. Thank you for listening and thank you for being here. If you got through this whole thing, I hope you enjoyed our time in the Outer Banks. We'll just call it that. Good yeah. time in the Outer Banks. Don't forget to follow Don't Wait Till Monday podcast on Instagram. And if you're not, follow on YouTube at Life with Kirsten. And then there's a playlist or like a podcast playlist where you can watch the videos if you have any interest in doing that. Ellie, I think your Instagram is Ellie Spencer, right? Like yeah, at Ellie Spencer. My name E L L I E. I think two E's at the end and then Spencer with two R's at the end. So don't I don't know. I don't know. I'm Ellie Spencer. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Thank you Pogues for professionals. Literally, Pogues Professional. That's how it's done. Mm. All right, well, I will catch you in the next episode. Until then, from Pogues to Professionals to another possible ooh, Pogues to Professional college student out there, just keep working Don't take yourself. it too seriously. Yeah, don't take <laughs> it too seriously. <laughs> Both. Wait, no, they contradict <laughs> each other. All right, it's time to end the podcast. Hope you liked it. See you next time. <laughs> Bye.